Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast, where we are reimagining and redefining what it means to be in midlife, where we are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to this special Thanksgiving episode. It's going to be a little shorter than usual. It's just going to be me. Um, Can I just tell you that today is a beautiful day? I happen to be recording this podcast on November 17th in the year 2021. And here in Norwalk, Connecticut, it is indeed a beautiful day. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, and the leaves are in full splendor, my friend. But you're listening on whatever day this is that you happen to be listening in future land. And I contend that wherever and whenever you are listening, it is also a beautiful day. Because here we are connecting. And whatever else is going on in your life right now, you have chosen to listen to this podcast, which means you have a device which gives you access to podcasts and the time to listen. So, hooray! (laughs) It's that time of year, isn't it? Time to look back and at the same time look ahead. We're starting to ramp up for the holidays, and if you're listening to this podcast on the day it's going live, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays here in the States, and it's all because of the name of the holiday, Thanksgiving. Think about that word. It's a time to give thanks. Yes, there's the joy and built-in pressures around family get-togethers and all that goes with that. The logistics of where to gather, who's hosting, who's cooking what, and maybe having to split time between family celebrations. Prepping the meals and maybe thinking about Black Friday shopping, if that's your jam. Um, And perhaps you're brain is racing ahead to Christmas preparations if if that's what you celebrate. Honestly, it can all get to be pretty stressful. Although I will say, it's nice to know that we're going to be having a small gathering for this Thanksgiving, and we couldn't do that last year, so I am thankful for that. And you know, in all the stress, I wonder, what if we took time in the middle of the stress and the mess to actually be thankful every day. Let's talk about the power of gratitude. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Mm, Sorry I had to be subjected to that, but I really love that song. It's a great example of what a gratitude practice looks like. I think we've become numb to the words gratitude and grateful. And maybe even a little suspicious of the people who talk about gratitude on their social media feeds. But I'm here to say that practicing gratitude regularly is like taking the express train to feeling better. In fact... I challenge you to take a moment and think about something that you're truly grateful for and see if you can feel bad at the same time. I don't know if it's possible. 
Actually, let's try it. Go ahead. Close your eyes if you want to, or leave them open and look around. Let yourself just listen for a moment. If your eyes are open, let them softly drift around your surroundings. And open your heart to the first thing that strikes you as beautiful or hopeful. Really, let that sink in. I'm going to go silent for a minute. Did you think of something? Do you feel a little better than you did just a moment ago? Part of my morning routine includes a gratitude practice. If I'm really on point, I do this as part of my journaling in the morning, but frankly, I'm not the best at doing the journaling every day. What I am good at after some practice is taking time in the mornings to think about what I'm grateful for on a granular level. A lot of that involves um, looking out my window to see what the day looks like. And almost every time I take a minute to look out the window, I find myself automatically amazed at how beautiful the sky is. Even on the cold gray days, which are not my favorites, I'll often notice a bird in the trees outside my windows. And whenever I notice beauty, I automatically feel grateful. Sometimes when I'm pouring water into the coffee maker, I'll notice how pretty the water looks as the sunlight shines on the stream of water as it pours. And then I find myself grateful for the running water we have instant access to and the electricity that lights our rooms and powers our refrigerator. And that leads me to be grateful for the heat that keeps our house warm and on and on. I'm always grateful for coffee in the morning and my warm red robe in the winter. Truly, I I could go on and on. (laughs) One thought just leads to another. When I'm feeling particularly overwhelmed with the things on my to-do list, I can sometimes, not, not always, honestly, but sometimes remind myself that I'm grateful for work. And that leads me to think that I'm grateful for my determination that keeps me going when I'm feeling like I can't keep up. And that kind of flips things on its side. It's a little bit of judo. Here's the thing. Gratitude needs to be genuine in order for you to feel lifted up by it. When I journal about what I'm grateful for, I often find that it becomes rote. Uh, You know, I'm writing down the same thing today that I wrote down yesterday, but I'm not really letting it sink in. As you think of things you're grateful for, let it wash over you. Give yourself permission to really feel the impact of it. So if you decide to try this, I'd say give it a solid week at least and even better, 30 days, but try for at least a week at first. Do it every morning and see how you feel at the end of the week and then maybe extend it out and see how you feel at the end of a month. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. In fact, you can do it while you're making your breakfast or while you're getting dressed. I mean, there it, there have been studies shown that, that writing it down actually is a really good thing. Like you can write gratitude letters. You don't ever have to send them, but those seem to make a difference. There was a 
an article I saw in uh, Positive Psychology that talked about the neuroscience of gratitude. And there are a few things that, that they pointed out as benefits. It, it releases toxic emotions in the limbic system. Uh, it reduces, it's been shown to reduce pain in, uh, in studies. There improves sleep quality. Uh, it aids in stress regulation. I mean, it re- reduces anxiety and depression. And it does show there was some research done at the Mindfulness Awareness Research Center of UCLA that um, showed that gratitude does change neural structures in the brain to make us feel happier and more content. And who doesn't want that? I mean, I think this is worth a try. So that's where I'm going to leave off for today. I'll put a link to that article in the show notes. I just want to say a few things I'm thankful for before I wrap up. I'm thankful that you're listening. Truly. Thank you for giving me your your attention and your time. That's no small thing these days. And yeah, I, I, I treasure that. And um, man, I am thankful to be able to... Um, spend some time with family over these holidays and uh, I'm thankful for my friends of course for my husband and my kids way up there on the list my mom and dad my brother um, you know seriously I could go on and on uh, yeah make a list write it down or don't just let it soak in And happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.